Jason Malone here, coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. Boy, tough day on the market. Definitely tough day on the market um, today. And uh, you know, a lot to talk about. Uh, you know, so uh, let's get into it uh, as much as we can. I uh, just wanted to kind of go through uh, some of the uh, some of the events that are going on here. And, uh, you know, and just, just see kind of what we can do from here. Uh, I definitely did um, move uh, away from some of my, uh, some of my uh, trades today. So let's get into it and uh, get going here. All right. Uh, basically, the crude oil futures moved higher. Uh, we're basically at about 123 um for the for a uh, for, for barrel on on Tuesday, uh, we've brought raised up. I am I definitely did trim a little bit of my portfolio here. Um, I uh, I did trim, so um, I I sold uh, I I sold Nutrien, uh, nice profit on that one. And I did sell Matador as well. So my portfolio is a little bit different uh, than it was. Uh, I'm going to be concentrating probably. Due to kind of what's going on on some spread trades, and I'll show you the uh, the how those are going. So, without further ado, let's get into it. Uh, basically, the Nasdaq Composite uh, is moved lower. So, um, you know, again, uh, it does look like um, we are in a situation where we might be best to, uh, you know, to basically go with the resource stocks and then possibly go uh, and, and short some of the other stocks. I'm going to be showing you that in a second here. So let's uh, let's go over to the NASDAQ chart. I want to kind of show you the situation here. Uh, we're basically uh, down again today, about 0.28%. We're well below the, um, the, the 200 day line. So we're definitely in a correction. So we don't want to be, you know, we, we want to be very careful about the stocks that we buy. We want to only buy in certain areas. We do have a death cross, what they call the death cross, on the NASDAQ as the 40-day line moved below the 200-day line. This, What this tells us is that we are going to be probably in for some more weakness here uh, before things get better. So uh, we want to be extremely careful about where we're buying currently, uh, what, you know, what portions of the market that we're buying in. We just want to be super careful about that. Um, uh, here's a stock though that I did buy today, and uh, it's kind of obvious. I suppose it's an obvious one, and that is Barrick Gold. Uh, the symbol on this one is G O L D. Uh, it's Barrick Gold. It's up a little bit, uh, so let's take a look at the chart on that one. G O L D, of course, is the is the stock that we are talking about here. So I'm going to go over here to the chart and uh, take a look at it. As you can see, we're moving very nicely on this one. Uh, and we are definitely showing a movement above. Now, I did buy it above the um, I did buy it above the pivot, uh, so probably not the greatest entry. I you know I would have liked to have bought it before that, but I just didn't get a didn't get a chance at it. But this one is starting to with with gold going over two thousand dollars an ounce. It's likely that we're going to see some strength here. Also, if you'll note. Uh, back in May of last year, we did have uh, we did have a high of twenty five thirty seven. We have just achieved um, we've just moved beyond that. So this one may do well in the future. I'm going to take a look 
at some of the fundamentals on this one uh, on the weekly chart. Let's come over to that. And then basically, here we go. Uh, we did just go through, uh, we, we just kind of went through earnings here. The, the sales were only up 1%. Not a lot, really, but it does change the, it just has changed the dynamic here. Uh, just it does change the dynamic. We had been falling sales and then December, the, the December quarter, it has started to move the other way. So uh, the question is, where can we go from here? Um, this one is a fairly high PE stock for a gold stock 21, but I do think the flight in gold should, uh, should, should um, uh, favor this stock. So we will see kind of how that goes from here. Um, I also did buy another stock. It's in the pipeline area. It's Enterprise, uh, it's EPD, uh, which is Enterprise, um, uh, it, uh, <laughs> Enterprise Product Partners. <laughs> uh, and it is, in, um, uh, it is in the natural gas pipeline business. Um, I do have LNG, uh, there we go, EPD. There we go. Okay, let's see if I can get that. There we go. Uh, we did. It did move nicely today. Uh, I did make a buy in the buy zone. Now this one is in the buy zone currently, EPD, uh, and it is setting up very nicely. It's got a 78 checklist, so that's looking good, and it does look fairly, fairly good here uh, with the double bottom pattern coming in. And uh, I did buy this one today. I did buy a full position, not in the main my main account, but in another account that I manage. Uh, so this one is looking fairly good as well. Uh, we entered it right right as it was moving in the, the buy zone. So it's still currently in the buy zone. It's off a little bit after hours, about 24 cents uh, after hours. But the buy zone on Enterprise Product Partners, EPD, is 24.76. And this tends to be a pretty good area. It seems like it's, it's a very conservative uh, buy in terms of something going long because of of course it's you know it's got pretty much guaranteed um, it's got guaranteed income because of the the the, the gas transmission we do think that there's going to be uh, a bit of a um, a bit of a constraint on uh, on natural gas that seems to be moving uh, seems to be moving well so uh, right now that's that's one that uh, you might want to look into as well EPD it's in a buy zone currently. Just want to show you the volatility on the market. Uh, this is the uh, this is the VIX, and the VIX has you know it's it's still moving up. It's still very very volatile. So we're still very volatile in the market. We're down a little bit today, fortunately, uh, to, uh, down about two point six percent. So maybe some of the volatility is moving away. It's very tough to trade this market because, of course, the situation in the Ukraine and also with oil prices. Oil prices. Basically, our leading indicators, six-month leading indicator of where we're going to go in the economy and get ready for some serious inflation. We're going to see, I think, some very, very high gas prices, particularly in California. I think we could easily see over $7 a gallon there. Here in Texas, it's not quite as bad, but still, we're paying over $3 a gallon, which is a lot for Texas. So, uh, you know, that's going to, that's going to fuel inflation. Uh, quite a bit of inflation, so I, I, you know, get ready for that. It's not. I mean, how can you really get ready for that? Here, I want to show you uh, some of the the my the condition of my small portfolio. Uh, we did have um, 
you know, we are up basically, fortunately, in Chenier, that's LNG. That's the, that's the, uh, the, the um, uh, LNG. Then we're also in Williams Company. This is also a gas pipeline. Seem to have been doing pretty well with that. We're up about 8%, even on a down day in the market. Um, Northern Oil and Gas, we're up on that one. We, again, we did sell, uh, we did sell into strength. We sold Matador today, and we also sold, uh, we also, we also sold Nutrien. Let's take a look at Nutrien, NTR. This is the fertilizer play that was doing so well. Uh, we did decide to sell it into strength, you know, because right now, if we're above about 10% in terms of our, uh, our profits, we tend to, we tend to want to, we tend to want to take them relatively quickly. This one we did sell, we sold at 94, oops, there we go. It sold at 94.88. Currently in the after hours, again, it sort of has pulled back to 94.34. We may get another chance on this one, but this was just getting too steep. We had bought it right before the pivot at 70, you know, right before the pivot at 74.24 and then added to the position and then sold it today. Now we may we may take another position here, but this is Nutrien, and uh, Nutrien has been doing you know it's been doing fairly well. Um, you know it's it's been very well. This is a very strong sector right now, the fertilizer sector. But we did take profits in this one uh, in 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 this uh, area. So uh, also we did sell uh, Matador out of the small portfolio. MTDR of course is the uh, symbol there. We do we do have other oil and gas like uh, you know like uh, uh, we do we do have some other oil and gas stocks, but we decided to sell this one, take profits as quickly as we could. There is uh, this one we did sell right as it pulled back. Uh, it's down quite a bit today, about three percent, but we stopped out at fifty one sixty five. Currently. Uh, cur currently, the price in the after hours is 52.27. But again, we do have some other uh, oil and gas stocks in the uh, mix right now. We are in Northern Oil and Gas NOG, and then uh, we also have uh, some other ones. We also we didn't do anything with Berkshire BRKB. Of course, that is the uh, uh, that is Berkshire Hathaway. This is the B shares. Of course, the A shares practically untradable, of course, because of their incredible high cost. But this is the B shares. And with the B shares, we are uh, we are up strongly after hours in this one, uh, 323. So we did we did we did buy a three quarters position here a few days ago in Berkshire. You know, this is sort of a safety play, uh, but I and it is extended. So I don't really totally recommend buy here just because of how extended it is above the 295 uh, 50, 65 buy point. We did buy at 328, uh, but we did buy on a pullback to the 21 day line. That's a secondary buy point for everyone out there that's watching that. So, <laughs> kind of a lot of kind of a lot of kind of a lot of information there. Um, the current holdings, of course, that uh, that we have currently are LNG, uh, and then we we did we. We did sell Nutrien, so this is not quite correct. We did we did sell Nutrien, so we don't have that one anymore. And we did we were in Williams, we're in uh, Northern Oil and Gas, Berkshire Hathaway, uh, Callan Petroleum. We did we made a buy in Callan Petroleum. Let's go over and take a look at that uh, CPE, uh, and that is going to be it. Hold on one sec. That CPE, 
There we go. Callan Petroleum. Uh, this one did make a nice move, and uh, uh, you know, but we we are we are in Callan Petroleum. We did buy a full position at sixty ninety seven. Currently, it cha- it's basically right exactly pretty much where we bought it, uh, and it's it basically closed out at sixty ninety seven. So basically, nothing moving there. But we are in the we have moved above the buy point and the pivot. So this is one if you want to do an oil. This is 100% rating on this one. So this is also in a buy zone. You potentially could buy this one here. Uh, you know, if if you if you did want to if you did want to uh, to 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 buy the one. So so currently um, CPE is in a buy zone. So if if you're just itching to get somewhat invested in the market, and this is a tough market to trade, I'll tell you. Uh, if you're if, if that you know you want to get into the resource stocks, the commodity stocks, the oil and gas, those are the kind of stocks you want to be in. And currently, this one CPE is in the buy zone, so you definitely could make a buy here uh, on this one. So uh, just something to consider uh, when you're when you're looking to to. Uh, to 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 buy right now we're pretty much all in cash and uh, well in the small portfolio we, we are invested in the small portfolio but more, most of our most of our reserves are in cash in our other accounts we have been shorting and I want to show you the results of several of the short trades we do have one long trade and we may have to be adjusting this one's on Rio but let's look at first of all the if you've been following us we have a short on you Lulu Lemon. And Lululemon, of course, has not, uh, you know, has been a high flyer, uh, great company, but we do believe that because of the way the market is trading, we're going to see a lot of air go out of these tires on these high-flying stocks. And Lululemon definitely is in that category. Uh, Lululemon uh, uh, moved back uh, approximately 1.94% today, almost 2%. And as you can see, as the price of Lululemon goes lower, with this spread trade, uh, the value of the trade goes up. So this is a this is a bear put spread, and uh, hopefully, uh, if we continue on this path, we will see uh, we will see a good result. Um, basically, if you look here again, this has the the telltale sign. This is something that you should start looking for. This is the death cross. When I'm looking to short, I definitely look for this particular formation in the charts and what this is is the 40-day moving below the the 200-day this black line here is the 200-day moving average and it does look like uh, after a long time of ascending as you can see it's now leveled out and it's probably going to move down this is a very subtle sign but you can definitely employ it if you take the 200-day line you'll notice that the, it moves up very very nicely but then it starts to level off when when it, when the 200-day levels off, and the 40-day moves below it. That that indicates a weakness in the issue and potentially a movement down. And that could be a very good place to have a bear put spread. Here's another one that we did do. This is the one that is not doing quite as well. This is Rio. Uh, this is a bull spread. The reason for that is, of course, Rio is a large mining company, and I did anticipate that miners probably would be moving up, but I'm wrong. I was wrong, essentially, on this one. 
it has pulled down. Even 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 the miners are coming down, uh, coming down a little bit. Uh, and right now the value of this trade's about a negative two sixty. So we're going to have to do something here. More than likely, what I'm going to be doing is I am going to be uh, adjusting this trade. And if you're not familiar with adjusting a trade, I probably will put out a video on this. But basically, what we're doing is we're buying back the current position, and then we're moving out a month, and we're moving down just slightly. So this one isn't doing quite as well. This is a this is a bull this is a bull trade. So this benefits as the stock goes up, and it has moved against us a little bit. So we'll probably be uh, we'll be adjusting this trade. We didn't get the we didn't get a fill today on it, but uh, we we will probably be adjusting this trade. Um, now uh, for another for the other two uh, 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 spreads that we've got, we do have a bear call spread, and this is one on Tesla. Uh, this did move a little bit up today, uh, and on the uh, you know on, you know because of the because of the oil price, uh, but. Uh, uh, we do we do have let's pull up the chart TSLA. This one did move up a little bit, but we are still in the green on this one. So I do think that the overall trend of Tesla, at least in the short term, is downward. So uh, this is the live chart of Tesla. Give you a look at that, and we did we did move up almost two percent today, uh, and then uh, to two to to eight twenty four. But we are still in a downward trend on Tesla, as you can see, there's still a trend. The trend here is still downward. So, if this resumes its trend, we should be we should be okay here. I do think that it's going to pull up to the 200-day line and then possibly move lower. That's that's kind of what it's looking like. The thing though is that the 200-day uh, moving average is still ascending. So that could be an issue here uh, in the short term. We may we may close this trade early based on the analysis of the 200-day line here. So uh, one more, and then we'll probably get into the questions. Sorry to go so long here. Uh, just a lot to talk about today. We also have a bear trade on Twilio, and uh, Twilio um, has been making lower lows. <laughs> And uh, it's just one of those things. Again, we have a situation with Twilio, where the um, we, we did go through this 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 death cross here, where the 40-day dropped below the the 200-day. We have a uh, and, and when you're shorting, if you can look at that 200-day line, if it's sloping down, that's going to give us an advantage in shorting, and that's definitely the case here. Uh, Twilio was off about two percent today. It's also down uh, more. Uh, it's also down after hours. So this one is starting to move lower. And again, this is a bear put spread, and so we probably will benefit from that one as well. Well, if you want to take a look at that Lululemon trade, uh, we do have up on the screen. Uh, we do we do have a um, a link. It's https colon slash slash bitly slash dtf. 0092. I don't know if that's up still on the uh, on the beacons on on the on the profile, but that is definitely how you can take a look at it. If you also want to look at a, a list of uh, oil and on uh, a ready list, this is the March third ready list with pivot points. These are the buy points. That's also available. 
Super easy to get. Just go to https colon slash slash bit.ly bit slash uh, dot ly slash dtf 0094. So thank you everyone for, for, uh, for bearing with us and let's get into the, let's get into the, uh, um, to the questions. Thank you for waiting. Samuel is first today. Hey Jim, uh, bought CLF. Uh, but it's down today. Uh, <laughs> what should I do? Okay, let's take a look at Cleveland Fest. This is, this is just a, again, this is just a bear of a tough market to trade um, because it is is so tricky. Even though you're definitely in the right place uh, with Cleveland Cliffs, um, we just, you know, we just had this pullback. And, you know, again, this is a tough, tough market to trade. I mean, it came up, you're were, you were buying it right in the buy zone. That's a great place on a double, uh, on a, on a double bottom uh, pattern, that's excellent. You made an excellent choice there, but it pulled back. So here's what I would do, and this is just it again. This is the, this is this is why it's so frustrating, and why you know right now it's probably best to be small, you know, go small rather than go big. So, um, but you know, if you're down more than you know, you know, don't let the, don't let it get don't don't let this get against don't let this. Uh, don't don't let this uh, move against you. Don't let the stock move against you. If you're down more than seven percent, just cut your losses. I know it's I know it's painful. I mean, I, I know it's painful. You you entered it properly. It's just that's one of those things, um, you know. And it definitely, I mean, it it looks like you know it should have done better than this, but you know, this is a crazy market with very very uh, driven by events. That's the problem when a market like this is a, is driven by events so much. It's a harder market to trade. So here's my advice on that. If you're down more than 7%, cut your losses. Now, here's the thing. When you're, de- when you're, when you're entering a stock, try to go in <laughs> with a half position first. And what do I mean by half position? Well, if you th- consider your portfolio as a pizza and there's eight pizza slices, each one of those is a full position. In this market, it's probably not a great idea to go in with a full position. Even though I do this, even though, you know, I'm, even though, I, even though I'm telling you that this is what I'm doing, um, uh, it's not a good idea to come in with a full position. It's basically better to below the pivot. This is the buy point that we're talking about. Come in with a half a position, and then as it goes through the pivot, maybe another quarter, and then if it is in the buy zone, another quarter. That's the ideal way to come into a stock, and it's only if it's going up. So uh, tough, tough to do. But if you're down more than 7%, really the most important thing right now is to be very careful with uh, your trades. By the way, um, people on TikTok, if you want to see all the stuff that I'm showing, it's right up here. You've got to, you've got to go to the profile, and then I'll be able to show you. Hopefully, shortly, I'm going to be able to show all my my screens and everything. That's coming. Uh, we're not we're not there yet technically, but hopefully, we will get there soon. So if you jump on over to YouTube, you'll be able to see this, and I'll be able to show you. This. By the way, it's all available too. So just go to the profile and click on click on that, and you'll see a feed for this this episode, this YouTube episode. So thank you uh, very very much for that. Let's look at Jay. Uh, my beloved Apple is hitting the 200-day line. Ouch. Oh, man. You know, I was reading an article uh, in Investor Business Daily today on Apple, and basically the situation was, you know, hey, it, it, they're, they, they're going to come out with this great new 
um, they're, they're going to come out with this great new iPhone and they come out with the iPhone and it goes down. So not surprising. I mean, look at this. Apple is, you know, headed to the 200 day moving average. Now, the 200 day moving average is still moving up, which is good, but we're getting awful close to it. So here's the thing. Uh, you know, I would be, you know, I, I would be kind of, if you have a profit in this one, consider maybe, maybe reducing your position a little bit. That might work uh, very, very well. Um, you know, I don't think, you know, it's the end of the world. I mean, this is the most valuable stock out there, but, um, but you know, this is a tough market to trade. Again, I, I keep reiterating that. Uh, so I would, I would look to, if I've got some profits, I'd maybe reduce my position. I'm, I'm, I'm back into cash and most of my accounts, unfortunately, I'd like to be fully invested, but I just can't, I just can't seem to make it work uh, as well as I'd like in this choppy, choppy market. All right, Mark is talking, uh, he wants to take a look at Ford. And uh, this, you know, I wish I had better news. I, I wish I could say better news. Right now, the parts of the market that are working, everybody, are the resource stocks. Those are the oil and gas, primarily. Some of the shipping stocks and uh, some, of the, some of the mining stocks. Everything else seems to be doing fairly horrible, uh, unfortunately. This is, the, this, is, this is Ford Motor. Here's the thing about Ford Motor, and I just, you know, this is going to be tough. If you're down more than 7% on this one, I would consider reducing your position here because we're below the 200-day line. Nothing good typically happens below that 200-day line. That's this black line that uh, you're seeing here on the chart. Um, nothing good happens on that one. Basically, we have round-tripped it. We have gone all the way. Back here, we had this cup breakout. We had this breakout at... Um, the, the buy point on Ford 97 days ago was 16.45. We've totally round tripped that. Can you believe it? Now I was in it, but I uh, but I and I added to my position, but then I sold out when I got the pullback, and I've been out ever since just because it wasn't reacting as well. So um, unfortunately, um, you know, if you were in at 16.45, which is the correct place to have bought, you've totally round tripped it. This is why it's so important. When a stock is making a move up, it, it uh, Ford went all the way up to 25.87, which was a tremendous gain. I mean, uh, you've, what what I do, and this is this is why I sold Nutrien, this is why I sold Matador today, because as a stock goes up like this, I keep pushing my stop loss up. When it pulls back, I'm out of it. So, if you're down more than seven percent in Ford, I just think you got to jump out of it because it is not looking as good as we would really like to see. And I, I, I you know, I, sorry about that. Well, not, I, you know, it's just one of those things. Um, hey, thank you, man. Um, uh, okay, let's see. Well, thank you for watching, by the way, if you're watching on TikTok. And, it, and if you can get on over to, the, to, um, to YouTube, I also have some, you know, we're, we're showing the charts there. I'm going to have the technical capability of doing a show with you with with the charts on TikTok, that's that's coming, but we're not we're not there, unfortunately yet. So let's take some questions from uh, TikTok. Thank you so very much. Do you um, uh, do you know a stock for silver? Very good question. Um, you know the thing about silver is whenever we get into one of these situations where we have a lot of inflation, and we really haven't had a lot of inflation for 40 years. Now, believe it or not, and this is, I'm going to let you in on the secret. 
I'm old enough to remember <laughs> to remember the last time we had super duper inflation that was in the Carter years. I was I was but a wee child then, but uh, we had gas lines and it was not fun and yeah, it was terrible. The mining stocks in general that you want to look at, uh, I would look at Rio. Uh, now I do have I, I I do have a bull trade on Rio, but if you're looking for silver, this might be one that you're that you're looking at. Now here's the thing. I've told you to look at Rio, and of course, today it pulled back. So uh, I can't be right all the time, <laughs> not even close. But as you can see, I bought it there on the 11th. I, I entered the, the spread here, and then I've round-tripped it. It went all the way up to the buy point, 80.44, and then boom, it comes all the way back to the 21-day line. I think it's going to get some support at the 21-day line. That's my guess. If we go over to the 15-minute chart on Rio, now, why Rio? Well, Rio Tinto, it's a it's a actually a, um, a English company, but it mainly operates in Australia. It's one of the largest mining companies in the world, and this might be an area that you want to get into. Metal, metal. This is one of the few areas in the market right now that is doing well. Metal and mining ores. So this is this is an area of the market that is doing well. Uh, but, um, you know, but Rio Tinto is definitely one of the biggest stocks in this one. So if you're looking for silver, that's the one I would kind of focus on. Can you buy it here? I would wait for it to reverse. Uh, and then, and then I would, I would wait to reverse. It went all the way up. It went, it, uh, the correct place to buy Rio Tinto, uh, is it about, it is it about, uh, 80, 44. So. Uh, you know, that's going to be that's going to be your best bet. So for Rio, R-I-O, uh, the buy point is uh, is 80, 44. So that's so. So what do I mean by this buy point thing? Well, what I what I mean here is that if if the stock moves uh, above 8044 that's a potentially good place to start getting into the the stock now this has a hundred percent checklist i want to show you that hundred percent checklist uh it's trading near its all-time highs and it is uh but it is down four percent uh four percent from the buy point so we're four percent below the buy point if this thing turns around tomorrow and moves above 77 it doesn't look like it's going to but it might this might be a good place to get into it. I'm still not convinced. I'm still not giving up with Rio Tinto. On my spread trade, I'm just going to move this thing further out because I do think we're going to see some, some, some movement there. Let's go to the monthly chart and take a look. This is going to kind of give us a, you know, a view from 20,000 feet. But as you can see, and, and we want to look out here, since 1990, and we're going all the way back to 1990, Rio Tinto, made its all-time high right about here, very close to where it is currently. The all-time high for Rio Tinto on a split-adjusted basis uh, was, 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 made, was, was made way back here in uh, uh, 2008. Now, interestingly enough, that was right before the big crash in the market, but it, was, it made its all-time high here, uh, and we were basically very, very close to that. It was 89.47 was the all-time high for Rio Tinto in 2008. We're currently at 77.58, but we were at 88.51. So I do believe that if this makes a new high, this one might do well. So just a, just a thought on this one. 
Of course, the symbol on this one is Rio, R-I-O. You might want to put it on your watch list. All right, uh, let's take a look. Is there, um, what is the better way for Biden to promote the electric car uh, and, then, and then blame it on Russia? Typically, yeah, unfortunately it is. I'm, I'm very pro-electric car, but here's the problem with electric cars, and everyone's got to get their hands to the hand around this. In order to build an electric car, it creates a lot of oil. Why? Because plastics are involved. Now, eventually, one day, we're going to have nuclear power, and we're going to have electric cars, and we're not going to be as, as, as vulnerable to these swings in the price of oil. But here's the thing. We have a tremendous amount of oil in this country. Uh, the Permian Basin has tons and tons of oil and politically i realize that you know for a hundred you know for many many years the left has not liked the idea of oil um because they don't they don't believe that anybody should should make money on something that comes out of the ground i think they don't they don't believe they think it should be shared uh, but anyways it's not um we need to increase our domestic production because and we need not to be dependent on countries like like uh, russia Russia is, you know, a pariah state, but it's got nuclear weapons. So we don't need to be buying uh, fuel from them. And, I, and, you know, finally now he's being forced into the position where he's not going to buy from Russia. But it was ridiculous. We didn't, we didn't have to have. This is a self-inflicted wound. We need to start producing more oil in this country. That's one of the reasons why I'm looking to the E&P companies, the exploration and production companies. That's why I'm looking to buy them. That's why I bought CPE, because Callum Petroleum and other companies like it and Matador, like the one I just sold, these are producing domestic energy, and I think it's going to be very good for that. All right, uh, buying calls on Meta. I don't think this is a very good idea. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to tell anybody what to do, but the long-term trend on Facebook is down, and I'm going to probably be putting out a uh, I'm probably going to be putting out a, a bear trade on. It. I want to show you the twenty thousand um, foot view on um, on uh, Facebook Meta, as you can see, it's pulled way down, and then and then now it's sort of starting to settle around this, just below this 200-day level. I think it's going lower, to be honest with you. So I would not be buying calls in this area. Why? Because this area of the market is being punished. I want to show you something here, and I think you need to to to, to look at this before you buy calls on Meta. As you can see, the 200-day line is starting to curve over. It's come up, 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 and now it's coming down. Do you notice that it starts to move down just as we get this big drop-off? It's not looking good for uh, for Facebook. So uh, my my guess is this this stock may be may be one that we want to potentially look to short. There's a lot of funds that are in this stock. Five, uh, according to my calculations, 5407. So 5407 funds are in Facebook. It's going down. So what are they going to have to do? They're going to have to sell. So here's the thing. We can make money as these companies sell with bare put spreads. Right now, after hours, it's down again, 189. It was, it, it pulled up to one, uh, to one, uh, uh, to, to, uh, to, to, to 190. My guess is typically this is the correct way to short it. As it's moving up, then we short it. So I'm looking possibly Facebook or Meta is on my short list. So I'm going to put short list. And that is on my short list uh, as one that I may potentially short. So 
you want to be really careful with Facebook. It is in a downward trend. So not something, not, not where you really, really want to be uh, there. Okay, uh, let's look at the Fang. Oh, Fang. Okay, great. This is, by the way, Paulie, thank you so much for that. Um, and uh, Fang is, it's not the Fang stocks. It's Diamondback Energy. And I do like this company an awful lot. I think it's a, I think it's a winner. And uh, let's pull that. Yeah, there we go. Oh, so let's pull that panel. I'm just trying to get my panels to work. This, by the way, everybody, uh, Fang, this one has a 100% checklist. So this is very, very good. Now, it is extended, unfortunately. Uh, so let's put that panel up and show everybody that. By the way, if you're looking on um, Facebook, you can see what I'm talking about the, with these. Oh, there we go. Uh, with, on, with, with Facebook, you can, uh, well, I mean, <laughs> on TikTok, you can see all the charts. You just have to go to my profile, click on over, and uh, you'll be able to see the charts that I'm showing everybody that's on the YouTube feed. So here we go. Um, we're above, there's a, there's a buy point on Diamondback at 116. Now, here's the thing. Even though this stock has a 100% checklist and i want to show you that 100 checklist that means it's very good this one is currently extended from its buy point the question is can we buy this on a secondary buy point that would be if it would pull back to basically here it would the 21 day line so let me let me see what that 21 day line is 131 so here's the thing this is a tricky one this is a good stock I probably would not buy this though at, for a first buy here. Now, if I were in this stock, I would be I would be very happy because you definitely made a good buy coming in here. But I would not buy this as a first buy. Now, you can add here because uh, if you have a, if you have a price that's lower, if the average price uh, that's that's lower than where the 21 day line is. Now, what am I talking about? <laughs> well, let's see if I can move my my oops. So I can move this around here so we can see it. Um, I, what I'm going to do here is I'm going to come and take a look at, see, on the pattern rec, what I'm talking about, about the pivot, we're 14% above it. So we're, we're pretty far above, we're pretty far above that pivot. On the technicals, uh, we are, you know, we are basically right at the 10-day line. So we could, we could buy a position here. I would not, it, it's not an ideal place to buy, but so I would not recommend this as a first buy, but as a second buy, I think you could definitely do that. So Fang is looking very, very good, uh, Polly, and you know I think I think you've got an excellent stock. Uh, here's the thing: be, what I would do on this one is I would be pushing up my stop loss, uh, and if we get up above about ten percent, you might want to consider taking profits. This is a this is a basically a take profit market. Get in, let them, let these stocks, these oil stocks run up, push that stop loss up, and then when they pull back, take the profits. That's what I did with Matador today, and I definitely think that uh, Diamondback is definitely a candidate for this. But you're definitely in the right place in the market. This oil and gas area, this US E&P area that we're talking about here with the oil stocks, and I'm probably going to be doing, um, uh, uh, you know, put out a list of oil stocks today if you're on the action trailer. It's, is this is a good area to be in. This is the top area in the market right now. So this is where you want to concentrate your buys. Your buys need to be not in tech, 
not in tech. Please, um, you know, please hear me on this one. Tech is being disinvested right now. That's the reason I'm looking possibly to do a bear put spread on Facebook and Shopify. I'm going to probably be coming out with those. Um, right now, the market is moving into the mining stocks and into the oil stocks because these are very, very um, sensitive and inflation sensitive. So we're going to see a lot of, you know, a lot of, of run up in price. Another area of the market that has been uh, absolutely on fire, and that is the, believe it or not, the agricultural chemicals area. This is where Nutrien is. I did sell that today, but I sold it at, you know, after it had run 20%. I didn't want to let it uh, do a round trip. So this is, this is also another area in the market that is very, very good. All right. Uh, question on the queues. Um, I would not be a buyer of the QQQ here, and I'll just show you why. Uh, we are in a downward trend, unfortunately, on the QQQ. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pull up the chart here for the Qs. And um, this, unfortunately, is a situation where we just it's just not looking good. I mean, we did have, and I want to show you this, there is the, uh, the death cross. I call it the death cross. Basically, it's where the 40-day line moves down below the 200-day line. Now, the 200-day line is still ascending, so it is still, you know, the long-term trend of the of the Invesco QQQ is still upward. We're in a we're in a retracement, but right now we're in a pullback. So I would not be a buyer here. I would wait until we have some strength and, and until we show a reversal. So right now, this is the reversal line that I have on it. It's this dotted line. I just wouldn't be a buyer here. So. Here's the thing, I would not be a buyer of the QQQ. So I just think you have to be, and this is, again, tough, a tough thing to do. So, uh, you know, uh, I wouldn't uh, be a buyer of the QQQ here. And the, the, reason, the, the, the reason I wouldn't be a buyer of the QQQ here is because it's just it, it it's still in a downward trend. Now here's a rule that you want to that you want to employ when you're you, when you're buying uh, uh, index like the QQQ. If the market isn't if if the if the market is in correction like it is now, you want to be out of these index funds. If the market is in a confirmed uptrend, you want to be 100% in these funds. These are very good. If the market is in a um, if it's in an uptrend under pressure, you want to be 50% in them. So right now, not a good time, unfortunately. Until we get a signal, until we get a signal, it's not a good time to be in the Qs or the Spider or any of those other funds because we're going to see a pullback. Um, unfortunately, we're going to see a pullback lower. So right now, there's very there's the, the market is very, very, very skittish. What is happening in the market is... The, the stocks that are being preferred have low multiples. They are low PE stocks, like shipping stocks. The stocks that are being disfavored are the high multiple stocks, such as the uh, the tech stocks. That's part of the reason I'm shorting. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm shorting Tesla is because even though it's a great company, it's gonna it's gonna change the world. It's still pulling back. Why? Because 
The market does not like stocks with high PEs right now. That's just the way it is. Uh, so the areas that we want to concentrate on are the commodity stocks, the stocks that are related to possibly mining, oil, maybe some grains, and shipping. Those are the areas that seem to be working right now. So the other areas that are not working, tech isn't working right now. I don't have any tech stock at all. And I am one who loves playing the techs. So the NASDAQ, which is where most of the tech stocks live, is not doing well. Even the greatest stocks like Apple, as you can see, are pulling back. So that's kind of what I have to say there. All right. So uh, let's take a look at some more uh, here. Um, what screen? <laughs> I wish I could show the screen. That's going to be happening soon. But if you want to take a look at the screen, you have to go there to that. All right. So let's go for probably the last questions. And I really appreciate it. I don't know if I got to everybody. I'm trying to get to everybody. Uh, let's see. Okay, let's look at TMC. Uh, and I don't know what's going on here to see how we're doing. Uh, oh, Taiwan Metal. Okay, Metals. Interesting. Develops low batteries. Okay. Mm. Yeah. If you're in the Metals, that might be the place to be. The, the Right now, the best play in terms of the batteries is in Albemarle, ALB. Let me let me look at that one. Uh, that is, uh, ALB is, uh, it's called Albemarle. It's one of the largest miners. It's the, I think it's the largest miner of lithium in the world. Let's see if I can read that. ALB. That's the one you want to be looking at. Hold on. And there we go. Yeah, and, and it's down too. And, and it's it's got the death cross, so... Just a tough market, so you don't want to buy that one either, unfortunately. Just a just a difficult market to go in. All right. Um, oh, let's last for the last question. Let's look at Valet. This is a South American mining company. Very good. I think it's Brazilian. Uh, very very well respected uh, miner. Uh, and I'm going to take a look. Yeah, look at that nice chart on Valet. So this is what I'm trying to say: is that the miners are doing well. The mining and metal ores, and Valet is doing very, very well. As you can see, it has this long cup pattern here. Uh, the former buy point was 2083. We're at 19, so we're just, you know, even though it shows that the buy point is at 1815, really the, the resistance is right here. It actually comes across, and it's right there. So that's, so that's really what we want to see it move through. I would wait to see if this thing reverses. This is in a good area, and uh, it's got an excellent checklist. It's got an 89% checklist. The only thing it's lacking is the earnings per share. So I definitely think that you can buy um, a valet, but right now I would be watching. I want to wait until it makes a move up, uh, and then I would be probably more uh, inclined to buy valet. But I think this is a very good company, and uh, it's definitely in the right area. It's definitely in the right area. And that is the mining area. Well, thank you, everybody, so very, very much. I so appreciate everybody taking the look time, uh, time uh, to to um, uh, to tune into the show. We're, I try to be on about every day at about five o'clock. Hopefully, I'm going to have some more technical capabilities here soon with the TikTok feed. I'm working on a TikTok feed where I can actually show you the charts that I've been doing. But in the meantime. If an easy way to uh, to get on our action trade alerts, and uh, I'm going to possibly be doing a um, a list of oil and gas, possibly and possibly a, a watch list. But you got to be on our list, and the list basically 
It's easy to get on. All you have to do, and it's free, by the way, just go to www.dallastradingfloor.com. And if you're looking on TikTok, just go to my um, uh, just just go to my um, my profile and uh, first and last name and an email address, and we'll get you all set up on that. So until tomorrow, thank you everybody for for taking the time out of your day uh, to take a look and uh, uh, happy trading.